I feel like I've got quite a lot to talk about in this episode, so I'm just going to start off kind of like with something that I was uh, looking at um, yesterday, I believe it was actually. Um, I made a YouTube video on it actually. So about a month ago, I was just kind of like sitting by myself and I was like reflecting on like a two-part question that just kind of, like, started to, like, surface as I was, I don't know, I wasn't really meditating. I think I was actually, like, doing yoga or something like that. Um, I may have been watching a video of a scene from the movie Fight Club. (laughs) I tend to do that sometimes. Um, But basically, this question that I asked myself was, now, by the way, It was very interesting for me because um, it kind of helped me to see things in a very different perspective, which is what I think is important here. Um, So I asked myself, I was like, am I going through a lot or am I putting myself through a lot? The reason why this question was so interesting to me was because like the way that I asked it transformed because I basically put the ball back in my court, right? There are things that happen in life that are out of my control. There are also things that happen in life that are very much in my control. And as I asked myself the second part of that question being, um, you know, or am I putting myself through a lot? I realized how accurate that was to my life and how accurate that has actually been as kind of like a driver of my life. I'm going to go back to um, familiarity here, right? On a daily basis, we tend to wake up and do things the same, right? Because I feel like if we don't have a sense of, you know, somewhat of familiarity in our life, we're going to kind of like not really know what it is to reference. We're not going to know where to start. The interesting thing about this, though, is that it's kind of like in a sense, uh, amnesia, you know, like a person can actually forget who they are and forget who other people are. Right. And, um, I'm actually very fascinated by that because if I was to forget who I am, I might end up doing things drastically different from how I have for years, right? Maybe it's not such a bad thing to forget who the self is, right? I mean, after 33 years of life, what I would argue is that we utilize and reference the past for a sense of identity, a sense of focus on identity, right? It's like we don't know who we are without it, right? And then, of course, you know, like we go to sleep we go into this powerful dream state where we can utilize the subconscious to manifest at like light speed and everything. And then we wake up and we check our phone. You know, it's, it's like, it's like the second we wake up, we're fresh. <laughs> we're a clean slate, right? We're a blank canvas. And then we do all these things because we remember, we remember who we, it, it, isn't it, isn't it interesting that it's like we, <laughs> To know who we are, we have to remember, right? Isn't that interesting? It's kind, it's kind of wild. Like it's like, and I, this has to do with what I was just talking about before in terms of 
Am I going through a lot or am I putting myself through a lot? We have to, at least I'll, I'll say it in first person. Um, I have to remember who I am to kind of like know who I am, to have a sense of identity. So that is very much past tense. And the reason why this is so interesting too is because like I look at the quantum creation model aspect of this whole thing and I realize that for any person to create anything different in their lives, they have to be differently, right? And in this sense, their future has to feel and look more real than their past, right? But if I'm waking up on a daily basis and I am remembering who I am, not, I mean, I suppose you could remember who you are based on a future tense idea and feeling. But a majority of the time, it's from the past, right? People are remembering who they are based on the past. There is a reference. There is an entire foundation and structure of identity based in the past, right? But it's so interesting because when I look at it, am I going through a lot or am I putting myself through a lot? I'm putting myself through a lot. I have been for as long as I can remember. And that is all based in the past. That's based in familiarity, right? In order for Chris to know who Chris is, there has to be... (laughs) It's kind of challenging for me to say this. For Chris to know who he is, I'll say the comfort and familiarity comes from the past. Because for Chris to know who he is, he technically doesn't have to reference the past. He can have a clear vision of the future paired with an elevated emotion, and then that will create a drastically different experience moving forward. But the comfort and the familiarity really are derived from the past, right? There is so much there, right? And the funny thing about this too is I reference uh, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle in the very beginning of the book. He talks about how he has very he, he has very little use for the past and rarely thinks about it anymore. But it's so fascinating because a majority of identity for a lot of people entails a foundational basis in the past, you know? Regardless of what it is, this is what traumatized me. Um, I victimized myself because of this. X, Y, and Z create the foundation for my personality, and they are derived from my past, and that is so familiar and comfortable, and I don't know anything else, and why would I want to go to anything else? Because nothing else is comfortable and familiar like that. I mean, it's a bubble bath. It's a seductive enticing bubble bath that just promises warmth and everything and you know i can bypass the stagnation i understand that i'll never really grow beyond this but this is all i've ever known and i don't know anything else and i couldn't ever imagine anything else but like that's the it's so wild it's so wild and fascinating how the past holds so much of a person even though it's using the person or the person is using it yeah, the, the past isn't really using a person. It's more so that a person is using the past for their own sense of identity, for their own sense of self. It's as if they literally wouldn't know who they are without it. You know? <laughs> and, like, when I look at it, too, like, you know, I wake up, and there it is. Clean slate, right? Blank, fresh start. Blank canvas, right? And then I go to my phone, 
and I see all these messages from people. Oh yeah, that's who Chris is. Chris is this, that, and the, oh, there are self-worth issues there. Oh, ah, okay. That's who, yeah, here's, here's the familiarity. That's Chris. That, wow. Okay. All right. And then it's all just like re-downloaded again. This is the wild thing about personal growth and transformation is that if a person like dissociates and like disidentifies from themselves, this is why the meditation that is set up for, um, I believe the book is called, I mean, I, I read it, um, tuning into new potentials. No, no, no. Sorry. That's the meditation. The book is called Becoming Supernatural by um, Dr. Joe Dispenza. It's all about forgetting the self. But that's the thing. <laughs> Identity is so wrapped in the past, right? What do, we, what do we reference to know who we are? Oh, well, this happened to me 10 years ago. And before that, 10 years before that, that happened to me. And this is what's created my, my identity all this time. This is all I've ever known to be me. These uh, self-worth issues and challenges. And these people said this about me and that just became very true. It, uh, it molded itself. It concreted itself in my mind. And that's just, that's just, that's just who I am. I've always been that way, you know, and I don't know how to be anything other than that. And every day that I wake up, the first thing that I do is remember that by checking my phone and, you know, um, that's just who I, it's so interesting. It's so funny. So like, uh, for a while now, for years now, and it all, it hasn't always been consistent, but for a greater part of like, at least a few years now, um, I've really practiced like not checking my phone first thing in the morning because if you want to remember who you are, just look at your phone. It'll remind you. It'll remind you. And I can imagine that this is probably different for people to hear. But like, you know, one of the coolest and most important things to me in life is personal transformation. Uh, becoming becoming in and of itself actually and what i've learned through people like i think it's um bob proctor and who else was it it was somebody else um he was an investor he was the person why can't i remember his name right now he he was the person who was like it's all risky <laughs> maybe i'll uh i'll remember it at some point um but, uh, you know, this is the whole matter of personal transformation, forgetting who you are. Like, it's actually profoundly beneficial to forget who you are, because if who you are and how you see yourself is based in, like, limiting beliefs and, like, low self-worth and everything, like, that's how you're going to experience life. I've been there, too, by the way. That's, that's how I've experienced life in the past, you know? But, like, it's actually possible to forget that. Like, it's, like, but the only reason, maybe not the only reason, but one of the biggest reasons that people really cling to remembering that is because of comfort and familiarity, you know? It's probably enticing for the ego or something, you know? Um, but, like, a per and anybody can forget who they are and just, like, be reborn in every single moment. And I think that that's where the magic in life lies. Like, any person is only going to continue experiencing the same thing over and over again based on that remembered sense of identity rooted in a past filled with, you know, um, 
low self-worth, you know, limiting beliefs, all that stuff. And that's how it's going to be, right? But there can always be the choice to just, like, be different. And so, going back to the, you know, double-questioned <laughs> question that I asked myself, am I going through a lot or am I putting myself through a lot? This is actually what I would argue to be a high-vibe question because... um the first one, am I going through a lot? Out of my control. Maybe I am going through a lot. And a lot of it is probably out of my control. Okay, well, now am I putting myself through a lot? Oh yeah, I am. Autopilot again, wow. Comfort and familiarity for uh, 500, please, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's fascinating. I'll, I'll end off with this because I think that it's uh, something cool to look at. Am I putting myself through a lot? What could I be putting myself through? Well, I could be putting myself through patterns that are very familiar from childhood. Um, Over-responsibility, you know. Um, Worrying about things that I don't need to worry about, you know. Simply because it's comfortable and familiar. Again, comfort and familiarity for 500, you know. That's what I could be putting myself through. And... Because, again, it's, it's, like, it's like a prison. It's like a prison that you're not even aware that you're locked inside of. Because of the comfort and familiarity. Comfort and familiarity are wildly seductive in life. You know? Let's look at the word familiarity real quick. Familiarity. Familiar. Family. Right? Based on how a person is raised, they're likely to carry out patterns of, um, you know thinking, feeling, and behaving, which creates their personality, which creates their personal reality, right? That all becomes very familiar in life. And that's just how they live. And until they wake up, until they open their eyes, right? Until they open their ears, until they open their heart, until they open their mind, until they open their intuition, perhaps they're just asleep.